Welcome to the Pack is Back podcast, brought to you by the Seawolf for Life Foundation, Synergy Capital Solutions, and Proudmouth. In this podcast, we will provide regular updates on what is happening, what's to come, and how alumni players continue to support community, connections, and contributions. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this special version of the Pack is Back podcast. Super excited. We're actually recording this one on video as well. I'm hoping to put that on the website, but we've been kind of dancing around and teasing out the men- mentorship program in the past episodes. We've had Kevin Cooper and, and Doug Spooner on who are leading this effort for us. And uh, we just wanted to put it on video. So this is something hopefully that we can share on the website and and really start to get some traction with the mentorship program. We were just talking offline, you know, those of us that are kind of on the outside of it and in a support role, myself and, and others included feel like, all right, we're excited. This is really off and running. And then Coop and Spoons were kind of saying, well, we're still, you know, we got a lot of work to do. So, but yeah, we just wanted to record this podcast today and, and welcome everybody. So I guess with that Coop, Spoons, welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So because not everybody listens to the podcast, we hope and, you know, hope that they do get updates there. But maybe we can just start with with some brief introductions because not everybody, uh, we don't know where they're, when they're joining this, if they're picking it up on the website, what their background is or where they're joining the conversation. So let's start there. Coop, do you mind giving us a little background and then I'll go to you next, Spence? Okay. Yeah. So I was, you know, born in Anchorage, born and raised in Anchorage and uh, went to Diamond High, just got engaged in the program, you know, watched it from inception, lucky enough to do that. And um, yeah, so just had that, you know, life in Anchorage going on and it is, uh, it was great seeing the Seawolves, seeing them grow going there as a kid, watch them at the sports center and they're back there again. And then, you know, it was always kind of my, in my passion and playing in Anchorage back in the day there, it was before there were the Alaska All-Stars and all those programs, it was outdoor and you played wherever you could, played hockey, played football, played every sport, basketball, baseball, all those things. And um, yeah, it was great. And then, you know, I went to UA and, Actually, Tony Katani, he came up to me in one of my classes and was like, hey, we need help with our team, right? And there was a sign back in the day, there were signs up on the billboards. It was like, need help, hockey equipment manager, right? I didn't know what that was. I had no concept. And, you know, Tony took me actually down to the locker room when it was a tiny locker room in uh, at the sports center. And you had to use the public showers in the main locker room. And he said, he's like, Hey, we need help. And, you know, I'm sure the guys were sick of sharpening their own skates and things like that. So I volunteered and brush got me from there and, you know, kind of showed me some ropes. I learned something from going on the road and, you know, you kind of learn and you pick it up and it was a great experience and, you know, ended up with, you know, the scholarship that local in town scholarship. So it was great. And then, uh, yeah, just grew up through that program. It was really nice to see and see and think of like Dennis Sorensen in that era and Tim Molly and Knuckleby and watching them when I was not at UAA 
and then yeah. going into UA and seeing like Joe Hayes, Scott McLeod, Jeff Burns, all these guys, Mike Pluso. I mean, just, you know, Pete McEnany, I know he's been on the pod and it's nice to, you know, see him skating around, flying around the ice actually. And back in the day. So getting kind of getting in that and then, and the players treated me great. I mean, I hear horror stories from other teams where, Players kind of treat their equipment people, you know, like garbage and never, not once. It was always up and up. And, you know, I mean, there were times when you got dropped off on a bus to do laundry at some laundromat. But, you know, it was like usually a player or two would stay with me, like, and just hang out and do different things. So, I mean, Spooner spent some time at laundromats with me in his playing days and Trebojevic and... You know, Keith Morris used to go to the rink early if I went to the rink, which I would go two or three hours before the guys. And he'd say, can I come with you? And then he, I mean, he would help. He'd tape sticks just like it was, it was pretty nice to have that. I'll call it a family. And that's yeah. what, you know, leads to this, right? You want to yeah, give absolutely. back what is given to you. And I, you know, I have three sons. So I have Eric Stryker and Bradley, Eric's 31, Stryker's 27 and Bradley's 26, my wife, Jennifer, and we have two homes, San Diego and Vancouver working out of both of them. So that, that's, that's it for me. I know Spoons has a good story to tell too. Well, before we go to Spoons, that that's, that's a great background and you're right. I mean, the guys in the locker room, regardless of whether you're lacing the skates up or not, are part of the family. And we were fortunate enough when I came through, Kenny Heisinga was our equipment guy. And I mean, he 100% was part of the family. Uh, <laughs> and then I know you were too. So yeah, that that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that background. Spooner, fill us in. Share with okay. the guys a little bit of your background and, and why you're doing this. Well, my background, I'll start off. My dad, he was a logger in BC. So he was a blue collar worker. And although I wanted to become just like my dad growing up, I soon found out that uh, I wanted to be in the white collar workforce, not the blue collar. You know, all I did, I did run a power saw for a number of years, putting myself through college in the summertime and stuff. And I was grateful for that. But you now, I, I came from British Columbia. I graduated from high school six months earlier than I should have. Just wanted to get the high school graduation done and move on to the WHL was my dream at the time. And fortunately for me, you know, my path took a different direction. I ended up playing four years of junior here too, and got a scholarship to Anchorage, Alaska, which, you know, I got passed up by a couple of other Michigan techs was one school that contacted me and I uh, sent to my records, my grades and stuff from high school. And I think they looked at it and said, nah, you won't hack it here, kids. So for me to come to Anchorage, Alaska and get that opportunity on an athletic scholarship with the grades I had, they weren't bad grades. They were just, I took a lot of industrial shop courses my final couple of years instead of the chemistry and mathematics that you should have if you're serious about school but anyways I got to Anchorage and you know kind of brushed you said get in your primary classes and went from there and uh, proved to everybody that although 
I didn't go to a big, big name school, came to Anchorage. Uh, I did fare pretty well at the end, you know, graduating from UAA and getting a four-year degree. So what I want to give back to the program is in the way of mentorship. We talked yesterday a little bit, Valley, about, you know, helping these young men, whether they're sophomores or juniors or seniors, everybody needs somebody to talk to. Yeah, and sometimes you just need a path to run on, right? Yeah. Uh, for a lot of these guys coming out, I know we've had these conversations, the three of us. Sometimes it's just as simple as like talking through a resume. And in other times, it's just being a good good listener and pointing them in the right direction. So yeah, that's a great background. And yeah, so let's dive into that. I, I want to talk to our listeners about the program kind of where it is today and then what what the vision is for the future. So Coop, let me come to you and then maybe I'll kind of move move the conversation around, but fill us in on you know, kind of where the program is at today and then Spoons, maybe I'll, I'll come to you for casting a vision. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. So the today, what we've done is we started, right? So crawling to walking to running, right? Yeah. We started that process. We started getting, I'll call it the buzz out there that this is what we're going to do. Doug and I worked on a PowerPoint that's attached to the website. We have talked about the mentorship. What do we want it to be? And what do we, where can we go with this? And it's not just today solving a problem, right? It's something that's sustainable and it allows us to have the growth. Again, we, we've talked about a couple of times what it's a family. So pushing those pieces together and where we where we're at today is we've talked to the seniors, the grad, and Doug will dive in a little bit about how he's gone through resumes. It's pretty cool. I'm I'm excited about that. But it's uh, you know, we talk to them first so they know it takes them to be part of this. So it's not like, hey, I'm just gonna close my eyes and winkle my nose and get a job, right? It's not that. It's we're here for them, we're here. And we want to make sure that we get this program moving forward and we are a buzz in the league. I would love it if someday, one time, somebody says, hey, I'm going, I'm choosing UAA over X school because they have this program that helps their kids, their yeah. student athletes. That's that's kind of the vision, the goal in the long run, but we got to get there. And so we've started the database. We started talking to other alumni that want to be part of it. We've started, I've gotten emails like Kevin Clark's, one guy who reached back out via email. He's in the process of moving right now, and we're going to catch back up around Memorial Day. And he wants to join us. Hiltner wants to join us. Sean Noble wants to join us. So this is starting a the snowball effect. And so today where we're at is we have four student athletes in the hopper, and we met, Shazby uh, hosted a, a Zoom, and we met the guys they're seniors. We want to start a little bit with sophomores and juniors because, you know, sorry to say your freshman year, it's usually scrambled eggs, right? You don't know what you want to be when you grow up and you think you're going to make the NHL. And we know how that works, but we're talking about like sophomores, juniors, and have this filtrate throughout the program. That's where we are today is we want to, the next meeting will be with that, that underclassman, we'll call that. And Matt's going to set that up. And I mean, I think we got four for four, Doug, right? With the guys that we met with that sent us an email with, hey, I maybe don't know how to write a resume or here's my sample resume. So I'll let Doug jump on that real quick if that's a good timing. 
Yeah, Doug, you t- talk us through some of that. And then, you know, Coop actually did a pretty good job there casting a vision for the future. But talk us through that. And then maybe let's talk about next steps. Yeah, so a couple of the guys from this year did send us their resumes. And yeah, they were pretty, uh, you know, plain and simple. So what me and Coop decided to do was give them examples of our kind of beginning resume as we were moving along in our careers. And then we have both had our resumes fine-tuned by a professional at a given point in our career. So we gave them the kind of first off resume and then an example of a professional resume that we had done up and we both paid good money for it. But at that stage of our career, that was something we needed to do to take it to the next level, which I do firmly believe it helped me. And I know Kevin said the same thing with him. It it opened a lot of doors for him too out there in the professional field of what we were doing at the time. So just trying to give these graduates an example of the first resume and then the professional resume and then help them develop a resume going forward because it looks like from the resumes we've seen so far that these guys have very little work, true work experience. They've got the degree, an undergraduate and now graduate degrees, but you know, that big meat of the resume for experience is, is not there. So we have to help them fortify that resume the best we know how to hopefully get them looks at the employers that they're actually filing these resumes and cover letters with. So it's, it's something that, you know, we can do for these graduates, not saying that it's the magic that's going to get them a job, but at least we'll be applying our knowledge and stuff from years of applying on jobs and stuff with solid resumes and, you know, help them along the way. You know, like I said in an earlier podcast was, I want to be here for as a sounding board for these graduates and undergraduates and, you know, ask us all sorts of questions. My dad, he was a blue collar worker, right? When I got into the business, white collar, he, I couldn't go to him and say, Hey dad, what do you recommend me doing in this case where here we have most of these graduates always going into white collar work. They can reach out to any one of us and say, Hey, you know, have you ever experienced this? You know, I've been working hard at this job for three years and ain't seen any progress. You know, what's your experience? And then we can share that experience with them. Will it help them? More than likely, yes. And that's what I want to do. That's exciting. And and I appreciate that feedback. So let me flip the switch a little bit here because this program is the, the long-term plan for this is much bigger than just our student athletes, right? And, and one of our next podcasts is going to be with um, a mentorship business that's willing to, to reach out and say, hey, I'll help that young person get the experience. I know, Spoons, you just talked about some of these, these young athletes have got the desire, maybe have the knowledge, and now they have a resume, but they don't have experience yet. So let's talk a little bit about kind of the, the sponsor side or the mentor side beyond just what the two of you are doing on the front lines, what are we looking for in terms of businesses to partner with us or other alumni that might be in a position to put a hand out and and reach out and and offer internships or jobs, that sort of thing. Spoons, let me start with you and then I'll go to Coop. 
Well, I think, yeah, Coop will probably be more on hands than me with this part of it. But what I do want to encourage these student athletes is to get in and start applying for internships. I didn't see much internship on the couple of resumes we've seen so far, but I did when my working career with Marathon Petroleum and supply chain management, we had students every year come in for two, three, four months of the summer and do internships with the company. And a lot of big companies like Marathon or Conical Phillips, you know, these kind of companies, or there's got to be accounting firms and stuff out there. They do internships. And that's a key because these kids that came in, you know, their second, third year doing internships instead of doing something else during the summer, they come in, they got paid to do an internship. And lo and behold, six months later, after they've graduated, oh, they've got a job with the company. Maybe not where I was working, but we had multiple refineries and they were either at a refinery or they were at the corporate office. So I think it's just crucial that these athletes come out with internships. If we can help them get an internship, that just paves the road for them versus doing cold calls right now with no work experience, no internship. It's going to be tough to land a a decent job right out of the the hopper, as you say. Yeah. Yeah. Coop, give us some color, your worldview on that, bringing in those that have been down the road, I'll say, um, into this program. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So as, as you look, even on our alumni list, right, there's a lot of, I'll say, business owners. And Hiltner and I were talking about that maybe three or four weeks ago. That's a good place to start. But we also have this uh, the Booster Club that has a group of businesses that donated to keep this program alive. And I mean, that's a whole nother subject, but those companies need interns, right? They need people. They need people that will work really hard. And I I know from my experience, like Doug was saying, you get an athlete into a internship and the, I mean, you say, Hey, we got to move all this pallets in this warehouse from one side to another. What's the best way to do it? they're going to kill themselves to do it. It's not like, oh, I can only work seven to three and I can't work past that. It's That's not what you hear. So it's a benefit for the businesses to get these athletes and get the most out of them, give them the most experience. And, you know, what, what you get from that is five return, right? So if you have somebody who's timid or doesn't want to actually get engaged, then you don't get the value out of it. So the plan is like ACS is one company in Anchorage that I know and I've reached out already once. So if I can get some intern slots there, it's close by the university. It's It offers all the positive stuff. And there's a slew of other companies that, you know, probably just need to be reached out to that we haven't. It's on our, on our list. But as yeah. we get through, you know, developing the deck in the program and then having a couple of, athletes that are ready to go it's kind of like sales right we can sell that now and say hey here we go on you know here we go the bank you know the national bank of alaska whatever it is that we can do we have this opportunity and this person has you know is going to get their degree in x amount of time i think doug and i were both surprised and we talked about it after how many of these four have master's degrees it's like holy smokes there i mean and I'll say that they're they're on paper, and Doug hit on it a minute ago. They're ahead of the game with that yeah. master's degree, but 
again, you don't have the experience that gets your foot in the door. And, you know, these oil companies, you know, I just need to hit them up and get people in the door. I know ASCII's one another place that I've talked to Christina over there. And so if we can start getting that moving forward, again, it's all vision right now. But as we get some of those slots and can put kids in those slots, it's just going to grow. And I, I mean, I don't think... I think right now we're limited to this hockey program, but I think the university could use this as a whole as a recruiting tool, yeah. to build it up over time. So one of the things that I, I also think we should work on, Coop, uh, and I'd be happy to help you with that, is you know expanding the reach beyond just UAA. And I'll give you an example. Uh, our our podcast company uh, is called Proudmouth, and they have been kind enough to jump in and lock arms with us on this podcast. And uh, in speaking with one of their partners, you know, the first thing he said was, I'm in. What do we got to do to help out? If, if you've got kids over there that want media experience, I'm in. Our company's in. We gl- we gladly do internships. So I do think the heart of what we're trying to accomplish is very universal. I think people want to help others, as you said, want to see uh, young athletes be successful and Sometimes it's just reaching out and, and asking the question. So be happy to lock arms with you on that as this program moves along. So talk to us about kind of the vision for where we're going from from here. We've got, you know, four athletes in the program. We're just starting to talk to businesses um, that want to, you know, kind of pour into the program and, and uh, you know, offer internships, offer experience get involved. What are the next steps? Um, and Coop, I'll come to you first, but what are the next steps from here? Uh, the, the next steps is just collecting the information. It sounds like a small thing, right? But reaching back out to our alumni group, I, I can see that where we have, we build out this team, right? So it's right now we want to start with Doug and I, that's fine. And we'll get Kevin Clark and Hiltner in there. But got to start somewhere and that's that's the big thing so the next step is first of all immediate is helping these four because you get a success story and that's super contagious so that's the next step and then continue to build out this network i can see it on a map that has a sea wolf in all these different places and you click on the map and it has three guys in you know wherever let's say boston yeah we have a guy there click on that it has their information and they're willing to help right and so then it goes out and they they can contact that person in that area we can help with that and again great recruiting tool you see it and it's not just the us right you see the world and you see these little sea wolves where there's sea wolves alumni that are that have raised their hand so getting everyone to kind of contact with us and and beyond that that's that's going to be the next step at the same time, so there's some congruent paths, right? At the same time, we have Doug's like grinding through resume and, and shared our resumes, that process, so that we don't lose traction and, you know, be reaching out to other alumni. And, you know, Noble and I had a conversation and he's like, yeah, I can reach out. And he's rattling off names. And so, okay, let's get that over the finish line. Let's re- yeah. actually reach out to these guys. And yeah. I know you have a database that has a bunch of names. We're going to send an email out to that group individually that yeah. says, hey, come on, what can you do? What can't you do? Right. And I think it'll be a, 
it, it's going to be a win. You know that of the alumni, hand raising is not the hard part. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, I, I think that's a that's a great huge step. And and in terms of data aggregation, we do have a database. We do need to clean that up. But I love that vision of having, you know, Seawolf icon somewhere. I know you use the Boston as an example, but just understanding where guys are at. So Spoons, let me come to you with a few parting thoughts on next step. And then I, I'm going to add a little personal color to this and, and we'll close up for the day. Okay. I, I'd just like to add back where, where Kevin said, you know, in regards to the critical thing right now is reaching out to these four seniors that have graduated. If we could land two or three or all of them, get them working out of the start of this mentorship program that would go forth and spread the word. Those people, those young athletes would become members of this mentoring ship program and they would be casting the word, hey, you know, they know the juniors that are going to be graduating next year. You know, word travels hopefully fast, right? Hey, I reached out to the mentorship program and within a couple months, I landed a job with company X and, you know, I'm now working with them full time. You got to get involved with these guys, you know, and, and it'll improve your chances of getting hired right out of college and get into a decent job and, you know, not be out there flailing away, putting 10 or 15, 20 resumes and cover letters out to different companies trying to get hired. It would be nice to be able to just reach out to our program and have a lot better opportunity to get hired right out of college. That's that's the key right there is get these help these kids out and get them working right away. And you know, it'll I think it'll just mushroom from there. Yeah. No, that's exciting. And so for athletes, you know, just a personal note, um, you know. Every one of the guys that are going to be involved in this program have a network and they want to help. So you should be, I'd recommend that you, you reach out and, and start getting plugged in the sooner, the better. So alumni can get to know you and get to know your skill sets and help point you in the right direction for guys that are listening that are alumni, you know, we want your help. We want your feedback. We want your thoughts. And then also just understand that, and we've talked about this with other podcasts, but the holistic view on this is to bring the family back together and and help each other out, bring the fraternity back. And just a, a personal note, I, I recently just stepped back from a role that, that I've had for almost 10 years as the chief operating officer at Synergy. And, you know, it didn't occur to me initially as I'm just kind of pausing for a little while and, and thinking about next steps. But as I started having conversations with Spooner and Cooper and and it occurred to me that, hey, I'm kind of in the program. I didn't even realize it, but we're having these conversations, right? About what's next. And, you know, as as a you know, middle 40s guy, I, I think about things differently than the guys coming out of college. I have different things on my plate than than guys coming out of college. So my perspective is different. But tapping into the network and having these conversations with guys that understand what it's like to to be an athlete and to raise a family. And, you know, some of the things we talked about yesterday, Spooner, and I, I know Coop and I are going to talk tomorrow. That's important. That's important. So I just wanted to, you know, throw a, a personal note out there, not only to our young athletes, but also to our alumni that this is important and, and we want your feedback. We want you to get plugged in. 
So with that, guys, I, I know we're running along today. I just want to thank you so much for doing this on camera and thank you for the efforts you're giving. It means a lot. Um, and, and for listeners, please follow us. Uh, you can follow us Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And this particular podcast will be on the website at seawolfhockeyalumni.com. If you do want to reach out to any of the guys on this podcast today, just reach out info, I-N-F-O, at seawolfhockeyalumni.com. And one of us will follow up with you soon. Thanks so much for your time today. Thank you for listening to the Pack is Back podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to follow the show and share it with your friends and family.